Hello, everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode of Shot of Philosophy. This is Perry Rizopoulos. And today we have a great quote from Epictetus that sort of came to me yesterday. So I was really struggling yesterday to focus. I've pretty much trained myself to focus on Sundays and do some work, um, usually for anywhere from an hour to like three or four hours sometimes, or more even. But usually, on average, I say it's around like about two hours a Sunday. And sometimes it's just tough. And I feel like recently I've been feeling tough on Sundays. By that, I mean not really motivated, not really feeling uh, disciplined. And then also during the week, too, trying to get up a little bit on the earlier side. And I've been finding that sometimes the morning workouts have been difficult. And I've sort of been returning to this quote from Epictetus or a couple quotes that I think will be helpful for cultivating some discipline. And I think discipline is really important, but I really... So if we define discipline as doing things you don't want to do that you know are good for you, and that's not maybe an exact or even a good definition of discipline, but that's how I want to define it for the sake of this conversation, right? The ability to do things that you don't want to do that you can define as good for you. So for me, the core from Epictetus really speaks to not a way to work around that, but I think a way to make that process easier, right? So you don't want to do something in the moment although you can acknowledge that if you do it, there's something good afterwards, right? So the quote from Epictetus comes from The Art of Living, which is available online for free, or get it, the Sharon LaBelle translation is great. And he told his students, search for its hidden meaning. It's a failure of imagination not to do so. So the it he's referring to here is a hardship. But I, I wanted to leave that out because I also think this pertains nicely not only to difficulties that the universe might present us, right? Okay, my example always, right? You hit traffic. Well, I could maybe, instead of just being angry about the traffic, I could listen to an audiobook for 10 minutes. I could call somebody I care about. I could try to just listen to something funny to alter my inner state. I don't have to let this, let's say, beat me or anger me or only be negative. I can search for what might be a hidden meaning, and I could even just say, let me make a meaning, right? But I like this a lot to this quote as a pathway to discipline, right? So, here we are, for example, I don't want to exercise. You know, it's like seven in the morning. I'm tired, whatever. Okay. Well, let me make a new meaning to that. And that meaning making is going to take some imagination because what I'm seeing is just a barbell. And what I'm feeling in the moment is just tired. But if I can at least for a minute make a good sort of argument for who I'm becoming as a result of this, then all of a sudden the discipline becomes easier because I'm chasing something, right? Instead of just experiencing the thing or encouraging myself to have the experience of the thing that I don't really want to do, I have to channel my imagination and kind of create an image of myself that's compelling to make the taking of the action in the moment easier, to make the quote discipline easier. Discipline without imagination is sort of, you know, I think it's a good thing to cultivate because maybe sometimes too we're, we're too tired to imagine or we haven't sat with ourselves enough to have, let's say, a compelling image um, at hand, right? Which is why for Epictetus, we want to have certain things ready at hand. We want to be able to, I think, habitually tell ourselves the right stories, habitually use our imaginations in healthy ways so we have narratives ready to go, right? And then sometimes those narratives get stale. We need to think of new ones, right? So let me give you an example with working out, right? You might have a goal. 
you want to hit, a certain way you want to perform, maybe a certain way you'd like to look. But that's not really, at times, compelling enough, and sometimes it will be. We need to have our imaginations ready to go so we can flourish on a daily basis. And that, to me, is a very interesting path for discipline, because discipline, I think, it can at times feel just like a grind. It can at times feel uh, meaningless or numb or empty. Imagination fills the discipline and makes it feel less empty. So we can practice this, right? So what occurred yesterday to me was, you know, I'm doing final grades now for one of my classes and the grading gets, it's just overwhelming, right? It's a lot of papers to grade. It takes a lot of time, a lot of discipline, right? And maybe at the beginning, let's say the first 15, 20 papers, it's, it's more enjoyable than like kind of, you know, after that, it gets difficult, right? So for me, I'm like, I have to look beyond the simple task and I have to create an image of myself. And the question isn't simply, what am I doing? Or what do I need to do? It's who am I becoming as a result? Oh, I want to be that guy. Okay, I want to be someone who's disciplined. I want to keep this habit of working on Sunday because I think it's helpful. It has been helpful for me in the past and it will likely be helpful for me in the future. Well, okay, what does working on Sunday potentially get me? Well, I know it gets me a better Monday. I know I'll be less stressed tomorrow. So imagine that. Rather than, okay, let's even go, you know, a little bit bigger here. If I'm someone who can be disciplined and I'm training myself to, you know what, again, do my practice, go to music, set the timer, get moving. I know that that's helpful for me across different aspects of my life. That ability to pay attention is super helpful. What else by that ability to pay attention, to write, to read, to respond thoughtfully? What else might that get me? Well, it helps me make money. 100% helps me make money. Shameless plug here, but I work, you know, a little bit of a side side thing I do. I really enjoy doing it is my philosophical consultancy, right? A little bit of logic-based therapy. I work with clients. I have to listen attentively. I have to write and take notes. I have to prepare emails for them afterwards with resources that are relevant, that are helpful to what their needs are, right? All that is kind of similar, right? When I'm doing my grading, especially online, I'm reading students' essays. I'm thanking them for their time and for their effort. And I'm writing something thoughtful in response that might be helpful, something that might help them grow, something that might challenge them. I'm responding to what they're writing. So these are all you know, similar skills in the workplace. What am I doing? I'm listening. I'm responding thoughtfully, right? So I'm training myself. I want to be that guy. So now it's, you know, and this is all, mind you, when I really focused on this conversation, it took me like five minutes to have these thoughts. All of a sudden, I'm sitting down, I'm doing the grading. Not only that, but I'm not angry about it. I'm not frustrated. It felt less like having to discipline myself because these just brief moments of positive imagination were really helpful, right? So we practice this and we get good at it. And then all of a sudden we have a day where, you know what, we feel pretty good or, you know, at least we feel okay. took some discipline, but we worked out. We stuck to what we had to do at work, right? And that's, you know, over time that accumulates and here we are. We're living a eudaimonic and fulfilling life where we're, we're not avoiding these moments of, um, aggravation as much as we're dealing with them in a healthier way. Another Epictetus quote that I couldn't find, I don't know where this is, but he told his students, you know, before you undertake something, and this is, you know, I don't think we should do this for every little thing because that would make life maybe a little bit too difficult or too, uh, let's say, we just take forever to do things. But with like larger decisions in life, or let's even say like, um, you know, important decisions, think about what's going to happen before, what's going to happen after, and think about what's going to happen during, right? And not only think about what's going to likely happen, we're dealing with probabilities there, right? 
Um, think about how you'll be, how you will likely be or probably be, and then think about how you should be before, during, and after you take this action. Right? So this leads back to our conversation for today because the image of you after could really encourage you before and during. That's, once again, relying on your imagination. I knew that after I graded for an hour and a half yesterday and then I ended up working on my dissertation for like another hour and a half, I knew I'd wake up feeling better today because I know what I'm doing with my dissertation. I had good uh, energy with it yesterday and I know now I finished my grading. So today I can just sort of sit back, take a quick look at everything one more time, maybe tie up a couple of loose ends, enter the grades right on time. Right. So I had to have that conversation with myself yesterday to get what I had to get done yesterday done. And thinking about, well, okay, maybe I don't want to do this right now, but what do I get after? Who will I be after? How will I feel after? Why is that after state better than my current state? It's all imagination. We can use our imaginations positively or we can use them negatively. But Marcus Aurelius is saying, you know, the quality of your thoughts determine the quality of your life. A part of that thinking is this type of future-driven imagination, this type of who will I become conversation, right? How should I get there? So our imagination can drive us to be disciplined and take action. And then those actions and that discipline will actually make us who we are. Because the imagination doesn't do that necessarily. I think it's a really good piece of the puzzle, but it's the action, I think. Really the habitual action and the reflection of, damn, I did that. Or, okay, wow, I, I did a good job there. Or, I did a bad job there. That reflection, once again, fuels, hopefully, better actions. And those actions are then sort of what actually, I would say, crafts us. Or let's say that it's what authentically crafts us. Right, because one sort of, uh, let's say, warning about this whole brief conversation is, it's okay, I think, at times to, in this way, be delusional. Because there's something inherently delusional about desire and imagination. But our delusions have to actually work for us in an authentic process of shaping ourselves. So don't think you're a disciplined person because you keep telling yourself the story that you are while you're never taking action to prove that story. You have to have these dialogues with yourself to make sure, okay, are my perceptions of myself actually mapping or connecting and matching to my actions? And even that, it's a great conversation to have, right? So use your imagination well. Think about the after. What happens after this moment of, let's say, discipline where we maybe can go from a state of aggravation, a state of not wanting to do things, into first a state of positive delusion, right? Let's say effective imagination to convince ourselves to take the action because after where we see that it's not just about the experience it's also about what we're cultivating the virtue we're cultivating after this i'll be more confident i'll be more disciplined i'll be more temperate or balanced right use these imagination conversations to get us to take action in the moment that's a pathway to discipline that might be a little bit easier a little bit more enjoyable than simply doing things we don't want to do tell yourself the story of why you're doing it Create good stories about why. Create compelling images of who you should become and let your discipline serve those. Hope this is helpful. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.